Hello and welcome to Adam Analyzes. My name is Adam and I'll be your host. It is officially December. Of course, with last week's episode, it would have been the first episode in December for Adam Analyzes. Over the last few years, I tried to focus on some more Christmas films or holiday films in general. And honestly, this year is no different. I was trying to figure out if I wanted to focus on some more of the classic Christmas films and specials, or if I wanted to go with a whole bunch of newer stuff. Well, I honestly don't know what I would prefer to do. However, Disney Plus and James Gunn wound up giving us a big gift early, with the Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. So of course, I already gave away what this episode is. However, I always like to announce the movie, or in this case, the special. So, I think it's time we announce the special. Starring Chris Pratt, Dave Bautista, Tom Clementif, Karen Gillian, Sean Gunn, Michael Rooker, Bradley Cooper, and Kevin Bacon as Kevin Bacon. This is the 2022 Disney Plus exclusive James Gunn directed The Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. Wow, looking at the official synopsis on IMDb. It almost feels like Disney or whoever wrote this one didn't even try. I'm going to read this and then I'm going to tell you what my official synopsis of this one is. So here we go. This is actually what Disney or whoever had to say about this one. Star-Lord, Drax, Rocket, Mantis, and Groot engage in some spirited shenanigans in an all-new original special created for Disney+. I guess if you absolutely didn't want to know anything about this one, that is a perfect synopsis because it literally tells you nothing. The funny thing about it is that the actual trailer pretty much gave away a lot of big surprises in this one. So the real synopsis for this one, or what I feel the special is about, is Star-Lord is depressed. It's just about Christmas time on Earth, and Star-Lord is still kind of dealing with the feeling of having nobody, and I guess more or less the feeling of being alone since he met his father in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, and well, he wasn't such a good guy, and Star-Lord would still be dealing with the death of Gamora. So the holidays aren't such a great time, and he hasn't really had a fair shake in life. Drax and Mantis are getting the full story from Kraglin as far as what happened to Star-Lord when he was beamed up and became a part of the ragtag group of space pirates led by Yondu. And this is where Drax and Mantis decide they want to give Star-Lord the best gift that they could possibly give him. For one, they want to give him a Christmas. For another, they'd like to give him the best gift, which is actor Kevin Bacon. So the story itself largely follows Drax and Mantis on their quest to obtain Kevin Bacon. Or, you know, actually kidnap him, which they don't think that they're doing anything wrong. So the movie has a lot of fish-out-of-water moments with them being in Hollywood. And that's pretty much it as far as the actual plot for this one. It is somewhat on the thin side, however it's very good-natured in its jokes and humor, much in the way the other two Guardians of the Galaxy films are. 
I do like that it continues the tradition from the other Guardians of the Galaxy films where at its heart it's about family. It's not about really the general MCU and all the big crisis. Instead we get down-to-earth stories about what it is to be family and how we deal with that when we do not have family. And while I said the story and the general theme is down-to-earth, it's all wrapped up in a sci-fi, Star Wars, Star Trek type of setting, and I think that's one of the things that makes it most fun for me. In a lot of ways, I wish there was a little bit more meat to the general story here, and I wish that it actually had more impact on the fallout from Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 and the forthcoming Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. I guess it is nice to actually see a happy story here because based on what I've seen from Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, which is just the Comic-Con trailer as well as the one that was recently released, it looks like it's not going to have a very happy ending for the Guardians themselves, and it kind of sucks because I think James Gunn is going to kill off characters, specifically Rocket. It really does seem like it's the ending of a series. I know James Gunn wanted to completely end his series, and I'm guessing he's gonna do that. As much as I was complaining about the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special and how it doesn't really have a whole lot of weight, I think it's actually appropriate for one of these things, a holiday special, to actually be light entertainment. It's supposed to be almost on the heartwarming side. Unless you are ALF's special Christmas, yes, that's actually officially what that one is called, and I always called it the ALF Christmas special. I guess I had a little bout of dyslexia there, which as if anybody has ever seen that, you know where I'm getting at there. ALF's special Christmas is definitely on the sad side. But the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special is one that I was actually smiling almost the whole way through. It is funny, it is very light entertainment, and the word I used to describe it at the end of it was, well, that was cute. Yes, it is a cute production. It is surprising that the holiday special itself actually lent itself to some of the more vulgar moments. And no, this is not a super vulgar thing, but it's impressive that Disney still allowed there to be profanity and everything. It actually earns its TV-14 rating. But it's never anything too much that you can't watch it with your family, especially if you have some kids on the older side, I would say basically 10 and up. When the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special was originally announced, I didn't know what to expect with it. I didn't know if it was going to be a disaster on the same level as the Star Wars holiday special, which I know that's exactly what they were trying to do as far as the announcement, and it was supposed to be a big joke. But it was surprising that it wound up being better than what I hoped it to be. I thought that maybe it would be on the level of the Star Wars Holiday Special, and honestly that's a tough thing to get through because it's really not that great. However, it's interesting from a curiosity standpoint. I do like the production here on the Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special, especially since it looks really good. However, what doesn't look so good is the animation, and I don't know if they were trying to do 
Disney style animation or if this was supposed to be fitting in line with the Marvel What If, but it doesn't look all that great and it's not very fluid. It's kind of janky with the movement. I would say that's the biggest negative that I would have to say on this one is that it's nice to see that they try to do a stylized opening with that traditional animation. It just really didn't look that great. The best thing about it is that it actually didn't ruin my experience with this one. As far as the other negative I would have to say about it, I wish it was slightly longer. I know that we don't need a holiday special to be a feature-length film, it's just that it's been so long since Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 that it was nice seeing these characters again in something that is their own and not just a cameo in another film, such as their appearances in the Endgame films and whatnot and Infinity War, as well as the small appearance in Thor Love and Thunder. I'm guessing that's why most of the characters here for Guardians of the Galaxy won't be making it past Guardians Volume 3, specifically because they are best when they're at home here with James Gunn. He somehow seems to write the characters the best. I'm not knocking on the other cameo appearances, but he really does seem to get and understand and give them the proper voice. It just doesn't feel right to me with all the other appearances that they've made in other Marvel things. But it's nice to see them, as I think, for me, with Marvel, I'm gonna say that it's probably my favorite MCU stuff. And I guess if I want to call it the MCU series, it's probably my favorite within the series itself. But yes, it would have been nice if this holiday special was slightly longer. However, it's not supposed to be the Guardians holiday movie. I guess in that respect, maybe I am a little bit greedy and I should just enjoy the gift that was given to me. This is, of course, the first thing that James Gunn has directed for Disney and Marvel since his firing from Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. This is the first thing that we've had to see. Is he back? And I would have to say, yes, he is. However, it's temporary. As we know, James Gunn is now head of DC or or co-CEO of DC, whatever WB is calling that, I'm not quite sure. I forget what his official title is. Either way, we could just say that he's going to be the Kevin Feige of the DC Universe. And it really is up in the air to see what's going to happen with that. I don't know if I'm going to be happy with the decisions James Gunn makes with DC. However, I do trust his judgment considering he has never really let me down on anything that he has made. So in thinking about it, I think we are very lucky that we do have this Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special and a James Gunn written and directed Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 coming up on the horizon. There are a lot of things that are fun with this one, especially with that fish-out-of-water humor and jokes. It's the first time Mantis and Drax encounter cops, and it results in a somewhat violent but very fun and good-natured as well as funny encounter with cops. We see Mantis and Drax impersonate themselves in front of Grauman's Chinese Theater, which of course is fourth wall breaking, so that is one thing that I find interesting about this one. 
we do have those fourth wall breaks because it's obvious that the MCU was supposed to actually take place in this world when they're in the real world of our Earth. But even if they didn't do that, they did have a fourth wall break a little bit later with actor Kevin Bacon. Honestly, I think it works pretty well. James Gunn handled it well. It wasn't a fourth wall break like Deadpool, which was nice because it was something somewhat on the original side. Even though we've seen other things like this where actors are playing themselves or a fictional version of themselves. I honestly was glad with the way the fourth wall breaks actually were handled. I was a little worried that they were going to have something silly such as Dave Bautista meeting Drax or maybe Mantis and Drax meeting actor Chris Pratt and bringing him to Star-Lord along with Kevin Bacon. That would have been way too much and I don't think audiences would have been able to handle that and it would have been super super messy. But that's something that would have happened in like say a Deadpool movie or more recently She-Hulk. Which I have not seen She-Hulk but I did hear about the final episode and yeah I don't know. Doesn't sound too great to me. It sounds a little much. So in closing on this one, if you are a fan of the MCU or Guardians of the Galaxy, of course I'm going to recommend this one. I still don't understand a lot of the hate of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, but hey, that's just me. If you didn't like that one, then there's a good chance you may not like the Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special or probably the upcoming Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. I don't know, they all feel like James Gunn products and projects through and through, which for me is a good thing. This special is not immune to a lot of the hiccups that a lot of things have. However, it's also not something that is a franchise killer, it's good, fun, light entertainment that I honestly had a good time with. And hopefully you will have a good time with it as well. But I'm going to close out tonight's episode. As a reminder, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Adam underscore analyzes. If you don't do the whole social media thing, go ahead and drop me an email at adamanalyzespodcast at gmail.com. If you need to catch up on past episodes, you can do so at adamanalyzes.com. If you are enjoying my podcast and want to send me a gift this holiday season, why not leave a five-star review at the podcast listening platform of your choice? It'll allow me to reach new listeners as well as continue to make new content. Or you could simply tell a friend about it or tell two friends for that matter. But anyway, with that being said, remember to always be kind and good night. <laughs>